Northern Kentucky University is seeking visionaries to become the leaders of tomorrow. Launch your career today and make a difference in the lives of others. Click now or visit nku.edu slash leaders to get started. Northern Kentucky University's College of Informatics sees what others cannot. As endless amounts of information surround us, our students study, translate, and decode the data and possibilities into something useful and meaningful. Interested in learning more? Visit nku.edu slash informatics now. Yo, welcome to the Already Home Podcast. I am Scoots Bronson. Um, I am solo today, and uh, I do not have Detroit Gang here with me. Uh, Detroit Gang is out handling some business, getting his music and shit ready, uh, getting some companies started off the ground and all that other shit. So, you got me all by yourself today, um, all by my lonesome. Thank you for tuning in to the Already Home Podcast. If you are... Uh, a new listener, please hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button, and um, make sure you get notified every time we drop, every time we put out a new episode. If you are a previous listener, if you have been with us uh, from day one, or if you've just been riding with us for a minute, thank you. Appreciate you for uh, staying here, and um, appreciate you for listening thus far. Um yeah, so, uh, before we get started, I would like to say uh, I have a new podcast out. Um, you've probably heard me say this multiple times, and I've probably talked about this podcast multiple times. 15 Minutes of Fame. I have been trying to find out the correct route to go with this podcast. I uh, initially started it as a solo podcast just to get some things off my chest. I didn't really like the uh, layout that I was using for it. Then I went to YouTube and tried to make it a YouTube show. I still didn't like the layout for it. And now I have revamped everything and I've changed it to a interview-based podcast to where I am out here interviewing some of America's uh, most unknown but amazing and interesting talents and people. Uh, so definitely check that out, man. Um, shout out to Anchor FM. Well, shout out to Anchor. Uh, you go check them out at anchor.fm or you can download the Anchor app and you can hear it there or you can hear it on every other podcast platform that is available. Today, uh, is a good, good day. I got a lot of Netflix in today, so salute to that. I'm in Ohio and it's cold as shit. The winter storm finally came. It wasn't really a winter storm, but it was enough snow to make it cold as hell in this bitch. So salute to that, I guess. Trying to hurry up and get that out the way. Uh, Man, um, got some good stuff on the docket today, man, uh, that I'm going to talk about. But while you're here, man, make sure you go to www.northstateofmind.com. Check them out. They got some new gear coming up very soon for the spring and the summer. New collection coming out very soon. So go to www.northstateofmind.com. Check them out. Go support them. Young Black 
entrepreneurs trying to make a way. And uh, check out their YouTube channel, Immaculate Bros, where they actually are doing some trick shots. They um, do a bunch of sport challenges and stuff like that. So be sure to go check them out at Immaculate Bros, only on YouTube. You can go follow them on social media as well, at Immaculate Bros. You can follow North State of Mind um, on social media as well, at North State of Mind. So, uh, today is a pretty cool day, man. Um, a lot of stuff happened this week. Um, Adrian Broner, <laughs> he, uh, he swept the world, swept the, uh, the, the internets by talking about how he think he won the fight against Pacquiao last night. Um, I seen some highlights from it. I seen the last few rounds and Adrian Broner is, um, Apparently knocked knocked into next week because Pacquiao beat the brakes off that man. And uh, his after interview, I'm sorry, his after fight interview went viral. And he was talking about how he think he won, how he felt cheated, blah, 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 blah. What he should have felt was a bunch of pain because Manny Pacquiao was giving him them hands. Or as Lil Scrappy used to say, he put the paws on that man. Uh... Shout out to iHeartRadio, who uh, you can also find both podcasts there. Um, iHeartRadio hosted the first ever iHeart Podcast Awards, presented by Capital One, um, this past Friday. Uh, And they had, to my surprise, a lot of award categories, including, of course, Podcast of the Year. Um, I got to watch some of it. I didn't get all the winners. But I want to salute iHeartRadio for at least giving a fair shot to the people out here that are uh, creating the content that they want to create. I think that is a great a great thing that they're doing. Um, it's a, a huge incentive for people like me who are trying to create their own mediums, create their own platforms. And for those who have already done that uh, within the podcast realm, I think that that's something that is, is greatly needed because there are some great podcasts out there. There's a bunch of people out there that's creating some great content. And I think that, uh, giving them an award and giving them some recognition for what they do is a, a awesome thing. It's not really an easy task to do podcasts, whether, you know, you got a panel, whether you got a duo or a trio, or whether you're doing it by yourself, a podcast is something that's very, um, it's a very intimate uh, medium because it's really people being themselves and being as vulnerable and as personable as possible. I don't know if personable is a word or if I'm using it right, but it sounds good. But uh, it's it's where you can really get to know people um in one of the most humanly ways possible, and that's just by listening to them. Uh, a lot of people are doing some great things out here with podcasting, and since podcasting is um, it's not really a, a very new media, but it is right now as new as possible because of the recent trend and rise in, uh, in said medium. I think a lot of people are getting into podcasts it's been growing as far as listeners and viewership um it's been growing as far as people starting new podcasts or revamping the podcasts that they had before 
it's uh man it, it, a lot of people are out here really just putting some great work out and it's good to see that um somebody is out here paying attention and trying to shed light on the uh great content that's being put out me personally I strive to create the great content to be able to one day get a podcast award from iHeartRadio or future uh, award ceremonies and shows that will possibly be coming out here in the near future. Um, One of the reasons I started a podcast myself was to create a platform for not just myself and not my, you know, not just my co-host. But for people in my area who I know were very talented and had, um, you know, had something to say who pro- who really didn't get the recognition that I felt that they deserved or possibly possibly weren't getting the uh, attention that I felt that they deserved. And this was a way for me to help share some stuff that I knew about them, but also to help tell their story and uh, to get the spotlight that I felt that they should be getting. Uh, because I think that they're real good people, and I and I feel like what they were given at the time, and still what they're given is a great thing. So, um, a lot of people are out here, you know, starting podcasts up, and they're you know creating content and doing all these different things, like starting their own YouTube channels and creating their content through YouTube. Or possibly even using those mediums to learn how to create their own content and then eventually creating their own websites to do it themselves. And I think that's a great thing because uh, it is a form of art. And, you know, the greatest the greatest form of art is expression. And to me, this is one of the things that you can use to really create some great expression. So uh, salute to iHeartRadio, man, for holding that down and creating that avenue for uh, guys like me and, and fellow podcasters out there who are putting in the work every week. It's not an easy task. Uh, it, it really doesn't pay well. And it's not something that, you know, is really giving people uh, a lot of money or even, you know, creating big bucks. But it's creating a lot of opportunities for people. Um, there are some uh, There are some bright lights and there is a silver lining in it. Um, salute to Joe Budden and the Joe Budden Podcast, Rory and Maul and uh, Parks. They uh, recently just got the Spotify deal where they're exclusively on Spotify. I think that's a great thing because now people are starting to see the importance of uh, these podcasts. Salute to the Loudspeakers Network. They added uh, a couple new shows on their network. And, man, just salute to all the people out there that's you know grinding and trying to get it on their own. And trying to, you know, create their own avenues and create their own networks and shows and stuff like that. I think it's a great thing that people are doing, man. And I'm excited to hear uh, some new stuff this year. I know it's a a few new podcasts that I'm looking forward to. And um, it's a few new podcasts that I'm looking uh, forward to hearing myself because of some of the uh, reviews I've been reading. So shout out to all you guys out there, man, that's holding it down um, and doing your own thing. And shout out to the guys that's going to be starting theirs up soon. Can't wait to hear it. I'm definitely going to be checking you guys out, and I hope you do the same with me. Um, well, this week in sporting news, uh, the NFC and AFC championships are going on in the NFL. 
today is Sunday. For those who don't know, uh, we record on Sunday. So um, around this time right now, we just found out that the L.A. Rams are going to the Super Bowl. The New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs. Excuse me, the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs are playing right now. So we really don't know how that's going to pan out. We won't find out, I guess, until later on. But my picks for the Super Bowl was the Kansas City Chiefs and the uh, L.A. Rams. So I'm one for two right now. Hopefully I'll be two for two. It'll be good to see uh, different teams in the Super Bowl. Um, as far as NFL news goes, that's pretty much it. In the NBA, a bunch of shit has been happening. James Harden has been on fire. This man has dropped 40-plus points in the last three games. Um, all unassisted points at that. Uh, he had, I think, like 56, no, 53 one game, 56 another game, and then like 48 uh, last night. I mean, dude has been going crazy. So salute to James Harden for holding it down and doing his thing, man. Um, the, I know Oklahoma City is is killing themselves right now. They had uh, <laughs> the last three, either the last three MVPs or the last three, they had three MVPs within the last five years. One of the two, but I know um, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Durant have all been MVPs. And, of course, they all started off playing for, well, not all of them, but uh, they played for Oklahoma City. And Oklahoma City had one hell of a team. They lost James Harden early, eventually ended up losing Kevin Durant. And uh, Russell Westbrook is the last of the Mohicans on that team. And I think that if they all would have stuck together, I think they'd have been a force to be reckoned with. Um, LeBron is, I guess, still injured. He hasn't been playing, I don't know for how long. I guess he has an extra one or two, uh, extra two weeks with the groin injury, quote-unquote. I don't think he really has a groin injury. I think they're just trying to rest him up and keep him uh keep them healthy until that playoff time coming because it looks like they're going to go to the playoffs. They've been struggling here and there, but they've been doing enough to, you know, get to the playoffs. So it looks like LeBron will be in the playoffs this year. He'll be holding it down and doing his thing. Um, the Super Bowl is coming up, of course, like I just mentioned. Uh, the halftime show, one of the biggest things that um, one of the biggest things that everybody's talking about, Maroon 5 is supposed to be the feature act Travis Scott is supposed to be there and most recently Big Boy from Outcast is also going to be performing during the uh, halftime show the Super Bowl this year um a lot of people been uh talking shit about Travis Scott saying that uh he on some bullshit for even performing during the Super Bowl uh Cardi B was uh, initially supposed to be one of the performances. She turned it down because of the, I believe, the Kaepernick situation. Um, Travis Scott, he went ahead and accepted it, but he, I guess, he decided to say that he uh, talked to Kaepernick about it and got Kaepernick's blessing to perform. I don't really believe it. I think it's some bullshit. Um, me personally. I don't think he should have hit Kaepernick. If he did, I don't think he should have hit Kaepernick up and said anything about it. I think he also should have said, nah, I'm cool on that shit. And um, showed the NFL why, you know, why it's important to support guys like Kaepernick because of, uh, you know, the, 
the importance of what he was standing for. And I think Travis Scott kind of missed the uh, he missed the mark on that one. But you know who who's who's to know? Nobody really knows the truth um, until everything kind of comes out. So I'm hoping that you know. I'm hoping that he really did talk to Cap, and Cap really gave him the blessing. And then if not, you know, Travis Scott, man, you a bitch-ass nigga for that bullshit. And uh, you should really be ashamed. Um, Ennis Cantor of the New York Knicks. He is the center of the New York Knicks. Um, is allegedly wanted by Turkey, the country Turkey. He's allegedly wanted by Turkey because they're saying that he is either involved in the terrorist group or he is... I guess, having something to do with being a terrorist. And they are trying to get him uh, sent to Turkey. And they're trying to get him extradited. I think that's the word, extradited. <laughs> they're trying to get him extradited out of the U.S. and sent to uh, Turkey to, I guess, punish him or give him his uh, a sentence or some shit or put him on trial about some terrorist shit. Which is kind of hard to believe because it's like, dude is a fucking NBA player. And I know that, you know, a lot of shit is probably outside of our thought process of how we think shit works. But I know that being an NFL, I'm sorry, being an NBA player, um, that's like a, you know what I mean? That's like an 18-hour job. Like, they constantly training, constantly practicing. Um, he does play for the New York Knicks. So I'm sure, like, people know who the fuck he is. And then on top of that, like, it's kind of hard to be involved with a terrorist organization as an NBA player because it's not like you in the NFL where you're wearing a helmet and a face mask or maybe a shield in your face mask where, like, nobody really knows or sees you. Like, you constantly got to play basketball all the fucking time. It's 82 games in the season, and they're constantly, like, playing, every, if not back-to-back -back nights, maybe every other night. It's kind of rare where you might not see a game where, they not playing within like a week. They might play maybe three or four games a fucking week. So to me, it's, it's kind of hard to believe. I'm not saying that it's not possible. I mean, maybe he could be funding them. Maybe he could be sending money to a group. Who knows? You know, he got it. He got uh, probably, a, I'm sure he got over a million dollar contract. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he is one of the top guys in the NBA, especially at that position. So, um, I mean, who knows? I think it's a, some crazy shit to say to even think that he would be a fucking, <laughs> like, like, how the fuck is a, like, I don't, like, what does he do? Like, he goes and then he dunks on a few people, blocks a few people, and then leaves, and then he goes and practices terrorism. Like, what, how the fuck does that work? I just thought that was asinine. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it as far as that. Uh, in sports... Uh, Lee Daniels is making a gay, or he's supposed to make a gay superhero movie. Rumors are that his superhero movie is going to be called Super Bitch. And the star of the movie is supposed to be the new viral sensation of, I don't know what they call this guy. I know, I think Snoop Dogg calls him like gay cuz. Um, I think a few people on the internet called him the gay power ranger, some shit like that, but it's a dude who wears a, a, a glittery silver long sleeve turtleneck with black 
tights and um, knee-high pink boots. Or knee-high uh, pink high heel boots, I think. And he does, like, flips and acrobatic shit. And he got a few videos to where, like, he actually fighting people in the boots. And he, like, pulled out a gun out of his boots or some shit like that. Like, he beat up a dude in the mall. He uh, he beat up a dude, like, two dudes in the bathroom. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I know that he started off 2019 uh, apparently with the bang because uh, I've been seeing this nigga's videos everywhere. And, um, yeah, Lee Daniels has also seen this nigga, and I guess he wants him to play Super Bitch. Now, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly how uh, the, the whole gay superhero thing is gonna work. Um, I mean, you know, it's a. a I'm sure it's an audience out there for it. Uh, with the with the whole recent rise in the acceptance of the LGBT community, um, I think that it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> an interesting concept. Uh, it's kind of funny to me because, like, I think that they're going to fuck it up by focusing too much on him being gay instead of him being a superhero. Like, I don't really think that it matters whether or not uh, he's gay. I mean, like, if, if they just, like, make it obvious that he's gay, like, that's cool. But, like, to me, I feel like they're going to fuck it up by, like, making everything, like, gay and you know what I'm saying? Like, just focusing on that aspect instead of focusing on him being a superhero. Like, him being a gay superhero is not really a... I don't... <laughs> I don't... I just can't wrap my mind around how they're going to make that shit. Um, how they're going to make it, like, appealing to people. You, you know what I mean? Like, how... Like, what is his whole purpose of... You know what I mean? Like, to me, like I said, I think they're just going to focus so much on him being gay. And that's, to me, going to ruin the whole the whole concept. Um, if, if done right, I think that it would be something great for people of the LGBT community because they'll have uh, a hero to relate to. Of course, how um, black people had Black Panther, how women had Wonder Woman and... Uh, and uh, the Captain Marvel movie that's coming out very soon. I think that it's a great thing. You know, I think everybody should be uh, able to relate to something of that nature. To, you know, to see themselves in something positive. And if you feel like, you know, you don't see yourself in that light, then it could be very detrimental to, you know, to you and just your mindset in general. So, I mean, having a gay superhero really ain't that bad. I mean, you know, if he out here, you know, saving goddamn lives, I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do, brother. You know, I'm not really mad at you. I think the name is trash. I'm not going to lie. Like, super bitch is kind of trash. But, you know, to each his own. I would have went for a more creative name. Um, They got to fix my guy's costume, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm not a big fan of the boots or or the high heel boots. I think those are really trash. Um, the the silver long sleeve turtleneck is really what what I don't like. To me, that shit is garbage. I don't know why he chose the, the shiny silver long sleeve turtleneck, um, but you know, 
<laughs> I guess that's what he wanted to rock with. I just think that's a trash ass shirt. Um, I mean, if he want to ride with the boots, teach his own. You know, superheroes need boots anyway. So you know, do what you got to do. Uh, I want to see what his logo is, only because um, just the concept of him being a gay superhero. Like, what are they gonna make? The you know, how are they gonna do the logo? How are I, and once again, like they gotta change the super bitch shit. Like, maybe the movie will be called Super Bitch. And then he'll have an actual, like, superhero name. But I hope they don't call him Super Bitch in the movie. Or, like, people will start using that as his name. Because I think that's kind of stupid. Once again, I think that'll ruin the whole concept. Um, I'm not a... I'm really not against it. I might end up going to see it just to see how it fucking plays out. Uh, Just to get a few laughs in. Because I think that shit is going to be hilarious. If they're smart, they'll make it, like, uh, a comedy like Blank Man. Um, I think that will go across as uh, as well as possible, only because I think that it'll it'll be it'll be a way to uh, gain bigger audiences, and it'll also be a way to present it in a uh, in a how can I say this? It'll be a way to present it in a more. It'll be a way to present it in an easier light to where you don't have to focus so much on him being a gay man. You know, like he could we'll we'll know he's a gay man, like especially in a comedy, like we'll know he's gay. But at the same time, they could focus more so on him being the superhero. Like when we watched Blank Man, like it wasn't the fact that he was so so much of a nerd to where he was more so of the superhero. We were impressed with him being the superhero, him doing the shit that he could do. And I think that with that being a comedy, it made it more acceptable because, and I hate using the word acceptable because it sounds like that I'm not with it, but that's right now that's the only word that really comes to mind. But to me, I just think it'll be uh, digestible. That's the word I'm looking for. It'll be a lot more digestible, um, not just with, uh, you know, the the LGBT community, but the hetero community and every other community out there as well. And my whole thing is I don't really want to see the LGBT community display in uh, a negative light or a stereotypical light. You know, I don't I don't want them to have that that stigma of you know, they're a certain way, you know, I would really like to see them presented in, um, in an acceptable fashion, you know, um, because, you know, everybody has their own ways, everybody has the, you know, their own shit that they do, but I think that that would be something that would be very interesting, I think it would be, um, very positive if done correctly for the people out here who, um, who live that lifestyle and, and, you know, who are flying the flag of the LGBTQ community. Um, I think that it's something that'll be good for them because, you know, we, we got to have that diversity within the country. And, you know, we out here and we talk about how, you know, we got to be equal and all this other shit and we got to stand up for each other. This is a way that we can support people and, you know, we can, you know, we can show uh, our unity through something like this. I think this is a great opportunity. So 
uh, when that come out, I'll definitely be looking forward to going and check that out. Getting hopefully it's a comedy, so I can get a few laughs because uh, you know everybody got jokes, and I I definitely want to see how they make that uh, play out. I think that's going to be a tough thing to do, um, only because the society is so sensitive right now. So any and everything you say, somebody's going to take offense. It don't matter who who you are and uh, what you stand for. I'm sure somebody's going to take offense to it. So. Hopefully we don't have to go through that. Hopefully it's something that'll be digestible uh, amongst everybody. Something that it will, you know, it'll be something that'll be uh, approved by everybody. And you know, hopefully we'll get some new talent um, out of this movie. You know, some, some, especially some young, fresh black talent. Uh, I, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing that. Especially with Lee Daniels being the director, he has a, uh, he hasn't always. Um, created the, uh, to me at least, this is just my opinion, um, he hasn't always created the most positive roles for African American people, or black people, whatever you want to call it, um, to me, I always seen the movies that he's done as too stereotypical, or too detrimental, um, he done movies like Precious, he did movies like The Butler, but I've never really seen him do anything to where, you know, it was, you know, it was putting us in a light to where we could, quote unquote, shine. So we'll see how that plays out. So Super Bitch probably will be coming out very soon or probably will be in production very soon. Y'all be on the lookout for that. Um, salute to Missy Elliott, Millie, uh, Millie, <laughs> Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. Uh, she has been inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. I believe she's the first female to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And it is more than deserving. Uh, Missy Elliott has been around since the 90s. And she has uh, she has held it down for not just female rappers, but rappers in general, man. She's created some classic music. She's created hits. She has created classic albums. She has uh, put a lot of people on the map. She has done great things for not just hip hop, not just R and B, but some pop tunes. Um, man, she's just she's one of those talents that to me stand out um, above a lot of people only because she's so uh, you know what I'm saying she's so aggressive with everything that she's doing, well, with everything that she did in music. And, you know, she always had that thing to where she, you know, she was showing love for the big girls. You know, she was putting on for the big girls because she was heavy set at one point in time. And, you know, she she showed people that, you know, body image is not just the only thing that you should care about with the woman. Um, as far as just the, the image of beauty, you know, she she also stood, you know, she also broke barriers with that. She had the, you know, the short haircut, the finger waves, you know what I'm saying? She could dance, she could sing, she could rap. Um, man, she made great music, you know what I'm saying? She made great, she did great collaborations. I mean, she was one of the artists in uh, hip, in the hip-hop genre who actually moved, as we say, moved the culture forward. She did a lot for the culture, and it's, um, it's very gratifying to see somebody of that stature be put on a pedestal to where they're finally getting the recognition that they deserve 
like I spoke about earlier with the podcast awards. And it's great to see people actually paying attention to some of these artists, man, that should have already been in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you go down the, the list of just her songs for her, you can come up with at least 20 hits. And then if you go down the list of some of the songs she probably wrote, I'm sure you could come up with triple that. So, it's good to see... Uh, Missy Elliott, man, um, getting into it. I know recently Jay-Z uh, got into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. So did Jermaine Dupree. And Missy, Mr. Minnie, yeah, I keep messing that shit up, man. <laughs> Missy, Misdemeanor Elliott definitely deserves to be amongst those ranks because she has definitely put on for hip-hop. Um, she's put on for women in general. And um, she's always kept hip-hop in a great light. You know, she's she been around great artists like Genuine, um, Aaliyah, you know, uh, Sierra. Uh, man, there's so many to name. You know, she, she's been around Timbaland doing their thing. And, you know, she helped put Virginia on the map. So, um, salute to her, man. And I'm glad that, you know, she finally got the recognition that she deserves it's good to see her uh, getting that award and, and getting enshrined and something like that. That is a, a great move, not just for hip-hop, not just for women, but for music in general. Um, Soldier Boy tell him, this nigga here. Uh, recently, this past week and the week before, Soldier Boy has been on a tear, and he did what he does best, and that is go viral. This nigga is the fucking, I, I don't I don't know whether to call it a marketing genius. I don't know whether to just call it genius or whatever, but dude has the blueprint to really garner the attention of the masses, especially, um, especially of the internet and social media and shit like that. Because, I mean, like, this nigga is, I don't know. How he does it, I don't know. Like what he, what he can, the the the, the trail he sees, but like this nigga grabs onto some shit and he makes this shit amazing. Um, he did a video to where he was talking about how I think he did a uh, like an Instagram live, maybe a Facebook live, and he was talking about how he had the best comeback in 2018. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I don't agree with him having the best comeback in 2018. I'm not going to lie. I ain't heard shit about Soldier Boy until this whole viral situation. However, um, during that video, he goes viral. He ends up on The Breakfast Club. He ends up at Hot 97. He ends up at Complex. This nigga is a meme. Um, this nigga is pretty much everywhere. I don't seen him on everybody's social media. I done seen so many uh, internet comedians doing skits and, and re, you know, uh, reenacting the moments that he's had, whether it's the uh, the viral video that, that sent them in, you know, back into our, um, back into our, you know, views again, or whether it was him and Famous Dex going back and forth on uh, Instagram Live, whether it was him at Complex, uh, whether it was him at uh, the Breakfast Club or Hot 97 during interviews, I mean this nigga is is a fucking genius, bro. Like he is, he, he's held it down. He has really showed us that not only is it 
not only is it possible for you to be able to get out here and really do some shit, but it's a little bit easier than you might think. You know, um, if you if you got a major following, man, the only thing you got to do is not just create some controversy, but uh, be enthusiastic with it, man, and, and and make it believable. The fact that he was on on the on a Facebook Live or Instagram Live, and he was talking about how he had the biggest comeback in 2018. And next thing you know, he on every internet show, he on every radio show, he talking about, you know, he going on all kind of interviews and he talking about these particular situations. And then when he goes on the shows, he got products to promote. Uh, he has a video game console that he's talking about coming out. He got, uh, he got like a, uh, an interactive watch. A smartwatch, I guess that's what they call them. He got smartwatches. Like, dude is really out here hustling. Um, one problem I did have was uh, when he went on, when he went to Complex and he went on Everyday Struggle. I felt like that interview was probably the most detrimental interview that he's done. Not to him, but for the brand of uh, Complex and Everyday Struggle. Um... Him and DJ Academics had went back and forth, and they had a you know a little spat about uh, what was going on and how he was, I guess, shooting for clout. Uh, and to me, man, I, I really don't have a problem with Academics. I think that he's necessary, especially for the younger generation and the and the younger SoundCloud rappers. I guess you could. That's what they still call him or something like that. But he, he's younger for the SoundCloud generation. Um, the SoundCloud rapper generation, I'm sorry. And he has he has helped to put a lot of these young guys out here. And he's giving them a platform to actually become famous and get the shine that they're getting. Um, what I didn't like, though, was the disrespect that was given between him and the Deska. Two Soldier Boy. Uh, if you watch Complex, if you watch Complex's show Everyday Struggle, then you know that uh, the hosts are DJ Academics and the Deska and Wayno. Um, Wayno to me was the most solid in that interview because he wasn't necessarily trying to. Well, it really didn't even seem like he was trying to clown Soldier Boy. It was really, I think he was really trying to do an actual interview. He was really trying to conduct the actual interview and. Uh, DJ Academics to me was more so trolling him. One of the dumbest things that I've heard on that show was Nadeska asking Soldier Boy why he had so many businesses after he was explaining what was going on with uh, with everything that he was doing, especially talking about the video game console and the smartwatches. And uh, he was talking about you know he just signed a deal stuff like that. And the desk has said, you know, why do you have so many businesses? And then she went on to say something like how, uh, you know, if, if you have so many businesses, you can't really focus on one to make it, you know, to build it up or some shit she was saying. And his response was, because I'm a motherfucking hustler. And to me, that was more important than anything out of all the shit that's been going on with Soulja Boy, to me, that was more important than any of that shit. The fact that he stood his ground and he, you know, he replied with, yeah, because I'm a motherfucking hustler. 
I get my fucking hustle on. And he, you know, he talked about how he came from nothing, and now, you know, he he doing deals and he creating uh, products and all this other shit. Listen, man, if you out there and you, you know, and you trying to create your own platform and you really trying to do something and, and, or rap or whatever, sing, be an actor, be an actress, be an entrepreneur, uh, podcaster, uh, content creator, whatever the case may be, uh, maybe you want to make shoes, maybe you want to be a fashion designer, maybe you want to be a makeup artist, maybe you want to be a carpenter, maybe you want to be an electrician, don't listen to nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Do what you feel like you got to do. Um, if a motherfucker is telling you that you shouldn't be doing some shit, don't fucking listen to him. Leave him the fuck alone. Stay the fuck away from them because those people are going to... Uh, those are the people that's going to keep you down and out the most. Those are the people who will not... Uh, those are the people who will not support you. Those are the people who will try to get you to deviate from the plan that you have set. Um, keep that mindset a, a away from you as possible. Keep that negative energy away from you as possible. You know, you, you believe in yourself, man, and you make sure that uh, you you holding it down and, and doing everything that you're supposed to do. Um, you know, you can't be afraid to... You can't be afraid to go out there and, and live your dreams, man, and, and, and strive for something that you want. You know, it's okay to get out there and, and and take some shit over, man, and, you know, make some shit happen. That's that's just a part of life. And I think that, you know, you got to start, just me personally, this is just my advice to the people out there that's out there doing, you know, something constructive and really trying to create and, and live their dream. You have to get those people around you that have the same mindset. You got to have like-minded people around you. You got to keep those people um, close to you and you guys have to cultivate um, an atmosphere or you got to create a culture that embodies the things that you guys are trying to do if you are uh, you know like me and you're, you're you're somebody who wants to create content and be a podcaster be a YouTube creator you got to have those kind of people around you you got to have people who are also creating things around you that way you don't feel like you know you know, you're down and out and, you know, you don't have the support or you don't have the greatest of ideas and shit like that. You know, don't be afraid to fail. You know, don't don't be afraid to, you know, get turned down. But at the same time, don't accept that failure. Don't accept being turned down. Use that as motivation to come back and create something better or, or make something better. And, you know, just never give up on your dream, man. You know, you got to get out here and get it on your own. And to me, that's what Soulja Boy is doing. The, the shit that he just showed you was easy. You know, you got to get out here and you have to create that life. You got to create that, that, uh, you got to create that culture. You got to show people that you are more than capable. You are, you are exceptional at what you do. And regardless if you have two or three people supporting you, or if you have 20 or 30 or, or, you know, so on and so forth, as long as you have that support, pay attention to that support. Don't worry about those one or two people that's telling you that you're not, you know, you're not doing shit or that shit don't matter. You know, if you're getting good reviews and you get that one bad review, that one bad review should not outweigh those 10 good reviews. 
you pay attention to the positivity that's coming your way and you keep grinding, you keep going out there. And that's what Soldier Boy did. Soldier Boy, he went out there and he was telling people, look what I did, man. Um, he stated a, a lot of facts. Uh, if it wasn't for him, streaming probably wouldn't even be a thing right now. I know it's a lot of people probably don't understand it, but it's it's somewhat true. Soldier Boy had a song and he went diamond off of ringtones. Think about that. That's ringtones. That's something that you have to download onto a device. What are we doing now? We're downloading music onto devices, our phones. He helped usher that in. Now, whether he was the creator of that or not, that's you know that's up that's an up in the air topic. But he definitely had a part in making sure that we have shit like Apple Music, Tidal, Pandora, iHeartRadio, shit like that. We, you know, to be able to listen to music on our phones, he had a big hand in that. He also had a big hand in rappers using YouTube as a platform to uh, to show their music, to broadcast their music, to promote and market, and everything else. Like, if it wasn't for Soulja Boy putting on music, putting his music up on YouTube, who knows when somebody else would have did this shit. Um... I think that he was doing a lot of different things, going viral and, you know, doing videos and uh, creating songs. You know, he was one of the guys who uh, would put his music up on, um, if if you old enough to remember, Bear Share, LimeWire, uh, shit like that, where, you know, he was, you know, he uh, Pirate Bay and shit like that. He was one of the guys who would, you know, title it, whatever the song you was looking for, he would title it, and then it pop up, and it's his fucking song. That had a lot to do with streaming. Um, You know what I'm saying? Or uh, what's the other one? Napster, shit like that. Like, that had a lot to do with ushering in streaming. That shit, you know, he had a lot to do with ushering in downloading music and streaming music and going on YouTube to listen to videos, or, or I'm sorry, watch videos or listen to songs. Um, he played a big part in that. And when he was making those statements and saying what he was saying, but his delivery was um, was very animated, but he was speaking some facts in that shit. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I challenge y'all to really go back and really pay attention to what he's saying, not just watch, you know, watch his antics and shit like that, but really pay attention to what he's saying when he's saying it because... He really put a lot of niggas on without directly putting them on. You know what I'm saying? For him to uh, come in at such a young age and be involved in a lot of shit that he was involved in, you know, he really did some shit. Like, he, don't forget, like, he had a song with Gucci. He had a song with guys like Bow Wow. Um, he was he had a song with Trey Songs. And, I mean, he, he, was, he was really out here doing some shit, man. So, salute to Soldier Boy. Um, I know we made fun of him last week, but that's what we do. But still, salute to Soldier Boy for really holding it down and doing his thing and, and being the guy that he is. Um, is he a legend? Who's no? You know what I mean? I think that's a subjective thing. Um, a lot of people could say that he is. A lot of people could say that he not. I'm not going to lie to you. I remember being in high school and doing the Soldier Boy Challenge. We was cranking that damn near every day. Um I had multiple videos up on YouTube of me and my fellow classmates cranking that. And, uh, yeah, the Soldier Boy Challenge. He ushered in challenges. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. 
so yeah, man, y'all gotta start giving these uh, flowers to the guys who really deserve it, man. So salute the soldier boys, show them some love, man. Um, it's good to see young black guys out here doing some shit. Uh, I will be looking into getting that video game system though. I want to see what that shit is about. He said it is like an emulator, so it'll be playing a whole bunch of old school games. So we'll see how that pan out, man. If if uh, if it's on the market soon, I'll probably be looking into supporting that. Uh, once again, man, salute to Soldier Boy. Uh, I was watching Netflix this weekend, really all week, but particularly this weekend, and I got into two new shows. Um, the first show was uh, Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. Salute to Killer Mike. He had a, a a great show, and it is him going across the country. Well, not necessarily across the country, but him in Atlanta um, tackling dis- different issues around um, his city where he's from, shit like that. And it was some interesting shit in that in, uh, in that show. I thought that it was uh, genius, uh, to say the least. I think Killer Mike is um, a great voice uh, for hip-hop, for black people. And he did uh, some very interesting shit in that show, man. If you have Netflix, definitely check out Trigger Warner with Killer Mike. That is, um, that is a great show because it's like a uh, kind of social experiment type show. And... To me, I'm huge on social experiments. I love seeing social experiments, especially when it's done by uh, black people, because it shows a very wide range of things uh, from our perspective. And it's always, like I said, it's always good to see uh, representation from um, from people like you. Um, he has some very interesting topics on there. Um, one of the things that I will point out that I thought was super dope was he he had an opportunity to help uh, Crips and Bloods create a product that was um, a legal product, and they created uh, soda or pop, whichever you wherever you from. I figure I say both so you can understand what I'm saying. But they created a, a soda pop beverage. Uh, for each one, it was Cola and Blood Pop, and I thought that was a genius idea. It was a scene in the show where he takes them to a bank, and he's helping them apply for a loan. And it was funny to me because, and I laughed a lot throughout the whole show because of just the the reactions and the, um, the, the realization of a lot of shit was going on during the, the show that made me laugh because I could relate to a lot of it, but... Um, taking them to the bank to do the, the loan and, and having them talk to the loan officer about what they do and how they, you know, get, get their money and shit like that. And I thought that shit was hilarious because as they was breaking it down, you know, and they was talking to the loan officer, they were making it, you know, they were, they were bringing it, uh, as, as relatable as possible. And the shit that they were saying, it, it gives you a different spin on gang culture. You know, the 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 uh, the relativity of some of the shit that we do in average everyday life, and some of the shit that they do in that culture is so, you know, it's so similar that it's it's really mind blowing just to hear them talk about the shit that they're talking about. 
And I thought that was um, one of the most important parts of that um, series. And I thought that segment was a very, very uh, good segment. So, so salute to Killer Mike for doing that. Um, the next show I end up watching is called You. Now, uh, if you have Netflix, man, be sure to check out You. You is a great psychological thriller. It is about a young man who falls in love with a young lady. But there's twists and turns in the show. And it is... Uh, it is very suspenseful to say the least. I was I was actually intrigued and impressed with the way that this show was put together and the way that this show actually went on. Um I began watching it with my wife. My wife ended up going to sleep on me. But I got a chance to excuse me, I got a chance to really watch it and I thought that it, uh it was a it's a great fucking show. It's about a guy who um works in the bookshop. He meets this chick, falls in love with this chick, and he has to, well, he doesn't really has to, but, I'm sorry, he doesn't really have to, but he ends up kind of, like, showing how much he loves her through, like, these odd and weird ways, but it's a great fucking show, man, um, so if you have Netflix, make sure to check out you, uh, if you don't have Netflix, you should get Netflix and definitely check out you. It is a great show. It is, um, yeah, it held my attention, man, and, and that's not that's not something that's uh, very easy to do, especially with TV shows like that. Psychological thrillers, a lot of them kind of take too long to get to the point. Um, the storyline is either not there or it takes too long to get to the storyline. The plot's kind of trash. Uh, the concept of it is usually kind of trash, but this one was very interesting, and I thought that it, uh, it was put together very well. Um, and I also started uh, The Punisher Season 2. I have, I am two episodes in. So far, so good. I am very impressed with that as well. Uh, early action, which is always a good thing. Um, Storyline isn't dragging out this time, which is always a great thing with Marvel, because Marvel can drag out the fuck out of a storyline, especially with a TV show, um, like they did with the new Daredevil series, uh, I'm sorry, the new Daredevil season, they dragged that shit the fuck out, I kind of fell asleep on a, a couple episodes of those, um, but yeah, so, so far I'm two uh, episodes in, I can't wait to finish the season, and um, let me see, what else can I recommend, uh, stand-up comedy, uh, Trevor Noah, son of Patricia, that is a, a great Stand up. If you guys like comedy, definitely check that out. Um, I think Dave Chappelle got two new stand ups on there. And uh, I think that's it. Um, it's a couple of conspiracy shows, and um, uh, it's a couple killer shows, I guess you could call them, or serial killer shows and shit on there that I've been watching, but. Uh, that's neither here or there. Um, it's nothing really spectacular. It's just something that piqued my interest personally, and that's what I've been watching. So, um, yeah, man, that's it. Yo, held it down for almost an hour. Salute to me. <laughs> yeah, this shit is hard as fuck to do by yourself. But I got through it, man. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for subscribing, man. Um, yeah, it's a wrap. I ain't gonna lie to you. This is it. This is the end.
Now, once again, man, thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Thank you guys for subscribing. Thank you guys for rating. Thank you guys for sharing it. Um, but And if you haven't, please do so. Um, once again, we're available on all podcast platforms. 2019 is going to be a great year for us because we have a lot of new things that we're working on. Uh, we'll probably be getting visuals in here sometime soon. So be on the lookout for that. Check out the YouTube page, uh, Already Home Podcast. You can just search it. It'll pop up. You can't miss out. Um, or search Scoots Bronson on YouTube. Uh, either one will pop up on our page, and you can find us. Um, check out uh, 15 Minutes of Fame, my brand-new podcast, or my revamp podcast uh, that I just started out. It's available on all podcast platforms as well. Um, be on the lookout for Detroit Gang. He got a new single coming out very soon. He's working on it as we speak. So be on the lookout for that, man. It's going to be uh, a very, very great year for us. Um, salute to the Stolen Time Podcast, S. Dye Foster, Uncle Washington. Always holding us down, man. Um, I talked to S. Dye Foster earlier today. He is currently watching Trigger Warning. So be on the lookout for that. I think we're going to try to do a podcast about Trigger Warning and talk about what we liked and uh, what we didn't like, shit like that. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's it. Uh, I am Scoots Bronson. You can check me out at Scoots Bronson on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you want to follow my co-host Detroit Gang, you can also follow him, uh, at Motor City Gang on Facebook, Detroit underscore Gang on Twitter, and Detroit Gang 84 on Instagram. Um, salute to Mookie as well. Mookie is, uh, our new guy who we have on here, Detroit Gang's brother, you can check him out at famous.globeboy19. I think that's his Instagram. Um, and uh, you can check out the podcast, man, if you want to follow us. You can check us out at Already Home Pod on Twitter, at Already Home Podcast on Instagram. If you got any questions, comments, uh, if you want to shoot us a topic you want us to hear us talk about, or you know what I'm saying, you want some advice on some shit that happened, maybe you just want to get some shit off your chest, man, or maybe you just want to hear yourself on the podcast. You can email us at alreadyhomepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and with that being said, man, thank you guys very much for holding us down once again. Um, if you're new, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the notification button as well. Make sure you tell a friend about the podcast. Make sure you shoot us a rating if the podcast app has a rating system. Um, if you've been here, thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing uh, to listen. And um, don't forget, man, you already know how we do. Make sure you rate. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you comment if you got some comments. Uh, with that being said, it ain't where you're from. It's where you at. This is the Already Home Podcast. I am Scoots Bronson. I'm Solo Dolo. We out!